Welcome back. And now, as they say, for something completely different. Um, last night, the Three Arena was filled to the rafters with Sure fans as the legendary songstress turned back time with uh, the Dublin leg of her Here We Go Again tour. I don't think that's like, oh, here we go again. I think it's more, here we go again tour. Uh, our very own DJ and radio presenter, Tara Stewart, was there as the support act. And Tara joins me now. Tara, Hello. You're, you're welcome. Thanks for having so, me. So, have you slept? I've slept, yes. Um, my voice is a bit worse for wear, a bit croaky. Singing along, were yep, we? Yes. Yep. Now, I know you planned to go early last night in the hope of bumping into Cher. Did you manage to bump into Cher? I did, but it it was definitely um, a complicated affair and it was kind of a something I needed to plan out throughout the whole night. I got there very early, was backstage and was just trying to figure out who I needed to talk to, who was the important people I needed to talk to to try and get to meet her. And uh, it didn't happen when I was meant to. Basically, the time they were like, OK, you can come and meet her now. I had to go on stage. I, and like, I never thought I'd even say that sentence. And I was like, I have to go and DJ okay, now. And, and they say, sure is the diva. So yeah, they, they I know, said you can come meet her and you're like, sorry, not like, before I go sorry. on stage. I was like, yeah. bring her to me. I'm busy. <laughs> but I honestly, I actually couldn't believe it. They were like, well, this is the only time you can meet her. And I was like, I have to go on stage though. And they were like, oh, well, we tried. So I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. It's done. And then I went on stage. Then I came off and then her team, literally her production manager came up come with me right now, took me upstairs and took me into her dressing room. And I have to say, like, I've never met a nicer team. They were the nicest people. And even to do that, I mean, she's on an, an 84 date world tour and has had such a big career. She, they didn't have to do that. So it was So Cher really nice. was willing to meet you before she went on yes, stage. Yes, she literally <laughs> was just... And as soon as I finished meeting her, she was then going off on stage. So, mad. And did you have a little exchange with her? We shook hands twice. I remember <laughs> the moment vividly. Um, and uh, I said, oh, I was DJing. I was warming up for you. And she goes, oh, wow. And that was pretty much it. And then um, she said, we need to get good lighting. We got a photograph. I don't have the photo in my possession yet. Her team have it still. But um, I love that she... She said, no, we have to get the right person to take the photo and we have to get good lighting. And she had two big spotlights. And I was like, this is a woman after my own heart. So sure controls all selfies. And yes. It's a, and you will be given a, a version of it at yeah. some stage. And, it's, right. and I, you know, like a lot, of, I think a lot of celebrities do that kind of thing because they do want to like Photoshop, alter and all that kind of stuff. But genuinely, I don't think that's why she did it because it was taken on a mobile phone and I think they just, do, well, she was doing it because they just didn't want any phones in there. She didn't want her outfit to be revealed. She didn't want, because it was actually a special outfit for last night that so she hadn't worn before. So that's why we weren't allowed to bring our own phones in. But um, yeah, it was definitely controlled by them. So I've got their details, so I'll be hassling them. <laughs> so, so how did the night go? It was brilliant. Um, genuinely one of the maddest experiences, but um, the Everyone in the crowd was just so nice. And I was a bit like, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, God, would she get off? We just want to see Cher. But um, everyone was just so nice. And I didn't really know what to do. I was just DJing. And then when I'd finish, I just started waving to the three arena. And everyone just started yeah. waving and clapping. I was like, this is the most surreal moment of my life. And it's probably never going to happen again. But it was amazing. And, and how did it come about? So um, Aiken Promotions that run the gig, um, they were looking for a warm-up DJ. I think they look for someone local in every place they go. And um, they did that over in England, in Europe as well. They've got someone else supporting him in Belfast on Sunday. And so, um, yeah, they basically got in touch and asked if I'd be interested in DJing. And it wasn't confirmed. They had to send, like, basically a press pack 
to Cher's team for approval. So I was waiting a week, literally anxiously being like, oh my God, if I, am I going to get the call? And then I got the call and was just over the moon. Twisted my ankle, I was so excited, literally <laughs> jumping up and down. I couldn't cope. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was definitely very anxious for a week. And, and were you allowed to tell people? I was allowed to tell people after four o'clock that day. So they were like, at four o'clock, we're going to announce it. Um, but I straight away called my friend to tell him and tell my boyfriend. I was like, don't tell anybody. Uh, but the announcement just, I don't know. Then, I, to be honest, when I announced it, I was like, oh God, maybe it won't happen. What if something happens? Yeah. What if they change their mind? Maybe I shouldn't have said anything because you know yourself. Sometimes yeah, these things Yeah, look at me all high true. and mighty. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, thankfully it all went well. And, and you're a sure fan, obviously. Oh, Oh, love her. And like, I grew up listening to her with my mom. My favourite song is the Gypsy song. I don't know if I can say the full name of the song, so I don't want to say it. Uh, but Gypsy, she didn't play. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she didn't sing it last night. And so that was my favourite I would have loved to have seen. But I think she did it over in America. But um, okay. it honestly, it was just one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Brilliant. Yeah, you should have had a word about Gypsy Sons and Thieves. Sure, get it, get, get it together. So, so you grew up with sure. Then were your parents fans? Of, my mum, yeah, yeah, my mum, huge, huge fan. So you got to tell your mum, yeah. I'm supporting sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. My mum was texting me and totally didn't even remember I was doing it last night. I was like, Mom, I'm a bit busy at the moment, so. Oh, so your mum didn't come? She No, my mum lives in Australia, oh, so okay. she couldn't okay. come. I'd say she was devastated she couldn't come, but I wish I could have brought her. Yeah, and was your dad proud of you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Both yeah. of them very, very proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe your dad gave you some advice about My, how to do the gig. Is is your dad a DJ? No, he's that, not. No? Okay. I want to say that for the record. And he sent me a long email. Now, I love him for it. But at the same time, he was giving me loads and loads of advice on like, you know, Tara, this is make sure you read the crowd, everything. I was like, Dad, I've been a DJ. This is my career. He's a lawyer. He doesn't even have a clue about it. And I just, I love his enthusiasm, though, I have yeah. to say. Um, <laughs> but he does literally has never DJed before in his life. Okay, but read the crowd. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, did you practice or? Well, I didn't practice, but I um, li- like what I do is like listen to the songs, just figure out what songs will work well together, um, and I basically over prepare like about four hours because uh-huh. they did warn me that sometimes she's late, so I might be playing for a couple of hours, or I could be playing for fifteen minutes or half an hour. So, I really had to over prepare, um, and in those cases, it's hard to then get a set. So, I just kind of literally looked at the crowd looked at the age demo then kind of figured out where I was going from there and so you had to appeal to what 9 to 90 basically well I kind of did like a mixture of disco and then like some you know huge like some Beyonce hits from like say the noughties that kind of vibe I wanted to mix it up because there was such a varied age and uh, crowd there so mm-hmm. a lot of disco though so how, how did you get into DJing um, I got into it DJing in um, a restaurant called Crackbird that's not around anymore and I used to DJ there for a free meal and 70 euro and um, I was just thinking about it last night I was like I can't believe I was DJing there sitting in a corner of a restaurant and now I'm in the three arena it's just mad that my life has led me to that Fantastic. moment like yeah, I just love yeah, it but yeah. that was my first gig was in a restaurant which was great so and you were a musician before that I was yes I'm like classically and jazz trained and have done music since I was a kid so I gen- just love music so much so but I love DJing because I get to play stuff for people mm. Is it hard to break into DJing as a career? It is definitely yeah but it's getting easier there's so many female DJs as well out there and the DJ scene in Ireland is just absolutely brilliant and um, there's so many talented people out there but it is a hard one to break into you just kind of but you need to put yourself out there 
like yeah. literally uh, just talk yourself up and send your demos, that kind of thing. Like really, really talk yourself up. And no longer as difficult as it would have been maybe before for women to get into? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, well, personally, my experience hasn't been like that. But um, it's been long. But like, you know, it's, I think that's with any career. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, Tara Stewart, thank you very much. Thank and you. Well, well done. That sounds like a fantastic <laughs> evening.